Before we get going this week, I thought I'd just remind you that I'm a certified business strategist who's been in property for over 25 years. I know my clients shortcut their success by being laser focused through strategy and mentoring, as no one business model fits us all because funding, geography, skill set, it all plays a part in deciding what works for you. Getting it wrong can definitely damage your wealth. If you're serious about property, then your first step is a call with me. Nothing more difficult than following the link in the show notes to book it. This is the Property Solopreneur podcast and I'm Rachel Troughton. I'll be talking about everything you need to create wealth by building your portfolio in a sustainable and profitable way. I'll be sharing the realities of a property investing business. I'll talk bricks and mortar, buy to let, HMOs, flipping and planning game, as that's what we all enjoy doing. But I'll also share how to use good systems, processes, and find the right professionals to work with. In fact, everything that will enable you to become a successful property solopreneur. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Property Solopreneur. And we're talking email lists this week, something we all have to deal with. Now, if you're new to business, this is possibly an area that requires a seismic shift in mindset because you're now going to have to think of the business owner, not as a consumer. And this can be a very uncomfortable shift in how you view email addresses and how often and when people contact you, because this is often your main marketing strategy. Email lists work and they are fun to receive if marketing is done correctly. So learn how to do them properly. And I think we've got to really start at the most basic level with the email address itself. It's a quick little set of letters and numbers that we scatter about the world, inviting people to get in touch with us or allow us to download and receive information. Now, it's the first way that someone often gets contacted by us. So I think the first thing you need to do is have your own proper email address. Get this set up from the start as you mean to go on. You know, if you've got a company name, and don't forget you did spend hours on it probably working out what you wanted to be called, it needs to be in the address. If it's your name, that's fine if that's what you trade under and prefer to be known as. But whatever it is, and it really doesn't matter, it's got to be professional. Two reasons. It helps you feel professional and it says to the world that you mean business. And honestly, time really flies by quickly when you're in business. The last thing you want to do is to find that your non-branded silly message address is out there in the world, contradicting your wish to be taken seriously as a business person. Now, I know at the beginning, when you're just setting off, it's very, very tempting to go for the free ending, isn't it? The Gmail, Yahoo, Hotmail. But why? You don't want your company looking like a cheapskate. You want it to look professional. And, you know, it's not expensive. It really is only a few pennies compared to what you're going to earn to get a proper .com or .co.uk or whatever the local bit is to you. Because this come and contact me professional email address, it's going to be absolutely everywhere. It's going to be on your website, your business cards, your screen presentations. And of course, it's going to pop up every time somebody hovers over your name on the email box. So you've got to lose that dreadful free email address. Trust me, you know, I know that there are people in the property world, because I get emailed by them, who have the email they set up. Sometimes, honestly, sometimes I think they probably set this whole email system up after a great night out. And they perhaps used it back in the day to contact friends and they all had a good laugh. Isn't it a funny, amusing email? Ha ha ha. 
but it's not so funny now, 10 years down the line, is it? And, you know, 10 years down the line, you can't change it because you've now got, hopefully, a lovely email list. It's going to be a seismic problem if you try and change it. Now, I also, just a word and a plea here, the word is limited. So, and it's a word that pops up a lot to do with business. So if your address is the greatest company limited, and that's the business name and you've put it into the biz, into your email address, is that limited in full or just LTD? Yeah, there's a phenomenal amount of room for confusion and misspelling there. And hands up for all the dyslexics. Oh, I mean, don't go there. It's such a complication. So think things through. How does it sound, your address? How does it sound to the people who are listening to it down the phone? Now, you also never know when your email address is going to suddenly pop up in court for you. Now, Ooh, not because you've done anything wrong, but we're all in property. And at some point, you are going to CCJ somebody for not paying some rent. Happens all the time. You know, we don't even notice it really. But you've taken great care with your emails. They're all beautifully written for the judge. They're all saying exactly what you want them to do. Is he going to take you seriously with a ridiculous email address? No, he thought that you were a business and suddenly you've got this weird email address. Do yourself a favor, get it right from the start. So what do you want back if you give out your email into the world? Well, for a business email address, you only want business stuff. Now, that may sound really obvious, but trust me, it's not. A lot of people I know have a business address, but they use it for everything because they only want to open one inbox in the mornings. Everything comes in. It becomes a soup of information. Fine when you're just starting, but terribly difficult to deal with on an ongoing basis. And if you've got several sites open, perhaps, with lots of information coming backwards and forwards and invoices and, and that sort of thing, oh, my word, but, you know, muddle here we come. So you want to make sure from the beginning that it's absolutely as you want. So why not have a light bulb moment, if you haven't already, and set up a series of emails? I did. You've got your proper work one and then a series of free ones that do one task and one task only. This makes checking really, really easy. One address at a time. And those inward ones that you want just information coming to you, you can leave those. You don't have to check them every day because there's nothing that you're going to reply to. So I've got a Yahoo account that I use when I'm scrolling through Insta, etc. You know the sort of thing. You suddenly see this amazing and very delicious download flying past. And you think, oh, I could do with that. I'll just see what's been written there. And of course, the first thing it's going to ask for you for is an email address. Well, that's when I put in this email address that I have purely for downloads and things like that. So I can go and check it straight away if I want. But I know that download is safe and secure in that email address. And then, of course, I'm going to get the follow up emails. And it could be a week or two before I get round to it in order to turn off the new emails, you know, the unsubscribe or the delete button, depending on what I'm going to do. But I don't have to worry and stress about it. One less thing to overwhelm me. Because when I get in there, I'm going to find most of the stuff is irrelevant. And I just will go and unsubscribe and delete. But there are businesses in there that I know are relevant and I do want to work with. And I want them to keep on sending me their stuff. Because we're in the early stages of getting to know one another. And this is the funny thing about businesses. At the beginning, it's a bit of a one way. It's the business to us. We want to know what this other person is doing. We may not want to tell them anything about ourselves, but we want to hear everything from them. So I want these emails to be easy and in a separate email account from what I've got to do with in my own business. Because when I finally say, yep, 
I definitely like, I definitely know, and I definitely trust them and I'm going to work with them. I will contact them through my own proper channels. And hey, presto, suddenly my new email address that I've given them will be on their system and I can close the other one down. So again, I've got an address I use for shopping both on and offline. You know, it started, frankly, just online, but now I use it anytime I get asked at shopping for an address because, I, you know, I tried to get a, an email, what was it, a, a receipt from a till the other day. And I, I, the girl looked at me, obviously didn't know how to use the till very well and wouldn't give it to me until I'd give her an email address. Not a problem. There we are. There's my shopping one. I'm not going to worry about it because I don't want endless emails about Hoover bags and associated goodies popping into my daily eyeline when I'm trying to find a reply for my letting agent. I don't want my life cluttered up. And so I found this extremely liberating when I set this one up. It's been one of the biggest changes to my inbox management. And, you know, ever so often I can open it up and delete the 500 messages are there. No danger of it getting and messing up my vital messages. And I can, I really quite enjoy going, I have 500, now I have none. Very, very simple, I know, but it pleases me. And the other thing about this, we're all in property. Setting up this email address is a rinse and repeat operation. Once it's all started up and you've worked out how to use it, use it for other parts of your life. And I've got quite a complicated set of businesses and home life, and they all have their own, own inboxes and addresses. And the reason for that is I don't want the invitation to dinner to be overlooked because it's in the farm inbox, nestling between fertilizer updates and the latest regulation on flood water management. And that does make a big difference to me. So now we've got that part of the email problem out of the way. Let's look at about how we deal with the business's address that we get just on our everyday activities doing property. Hopefully, everywhere you go, you're going to meet people. That's the whole point of property. You're going to meet people who you want to work with or for them to come and work with you. It may be several years down the line. It doesn't matter. But we do need to do something with those addresses that we've collected. And of course, don't forget, you are going to get addresses what greetings from people you met last night at networking. Trust me, you're going to get emails from people you cannot remember meeting, but that you're going to open up the email. It's going to go, hi, it was so super to meet you last night. You've obviously made a huge impact. Don't waste it. Make sure you can harvest and do something with it. And you've got to make sure that all the inflowing data has got to be stored as per the legal requirements. It's got to be away from the fraudsters and those with malevolent intents. So we all start off, if we've not got one already, with a CRM system, client relationship management. Lots and lots to choose from. In fact, I would say there are so many, you are going to get slightly swamped to begin with. Well, the thing I would say is if you are very new to all of this, don't worry about the one that the guru at the front of the stage is using because they've probably got lots of staff and a huge email list. And of course, huge email list means that there will be a charge for every email sent out. You don't need that at the moment. So you need to just have a CRM system that's compliant with regulations, keeping your data safe, touch wood. So ask around, you know, bring up the subject when you're in a mentoring or accountability group. You know, why do that person, why does that person use that system or this one? You know, it's very, very personal and it can be just the way that the information is laid out ease of use, or perhaps it's a price point. But find out and then go and use the free system to see whether it works for you. What I will say is that nothing that you really, really, really need in business is free. If it is, then it may not do everything you really want it to do. 
and it may not be ticking all the legal requirements for data control. Um, well, as most people know, I'm a huge fan for starting up with a less annoying.com. Um, there are plenty of others on the same idea out there. It's within a group of, that are very low cost. I think it's $7 a month or something. Easy to use, easy to set up. And it just gets you used to this whole email collection, keeping it all one place and flowing out thing. You know, you can do bulk mailings. You can do all those exciting things that you want to do. And it's great if you've only got a small a list because that's what it's designed for. But as your company grows, your email list will grow. And then the tech is going to have to change because what works for a list of small thousand will be no use with a list of 50,000 names on it or more. And there are people in the property world who have that size of database. But here's the thing. If you get that big, you're going to be able to employ somebody else to do the transfer of names and addresses and all the rest of it. Trust me, it won't be you. So don't worry about it. You'll have made enough money to employ somebody else to do that for you. Well, why does this all matter? Well, I think it's to do with Mr. Do As You Would Be Done By and GDPR, our friend GDPR. It's I think as a rule of thumb, you've always got to treat others in the way you want them to treat you. Um, I don't know about anybody else, but I don't want my email address being sold on or given away to people I don't know. Um, I hate that. And until quite recently, when regulations were brought in, selling an email list was completely normal and it was very, very profitable. You know, it wasn't uncommon to find a blank email box being spammed from any number of unknown addresses. And it did lead to us being hacked and just being generally cheesed off with the amount of stuff that was coming in we didn't know about. Because don't forget this whole internet thingy, it's only slightly older than the century. So laws and protection is always going to be playing catch up with us all. Now, I did know that people get really quite worked up about receiving emails from companies uh, because they're perhaps they're thinking, I'm just getting too many of these. Um, I get, you know, my inbox is full of them. And I do know that there are some companies that are extremely good at sending out emails. Now, one thing we may have forgotten is that at some point we will have signed up for something, no matter how small. It's all too easy to do is this now with our autofill on Insta or online adverts and things, you know, and in our excitement, the signups forgotten until suddenly we look in our inbox. And oh my word, it's full. How do they get my email address? I never gave it, gave it to them. You see all these comments on Facebook and people are really quite annoyed. You can hear it in their tone of voice on the words. Well, there's a delete and unsubscribe, unsubscribe button. Use it. If you no longer want to have the emails, unsubscribe. And if you want some of the emails that company is sending, read the subject line and delete all the ones you don't want. But as you can tell, I do understand your pain. And it might help if you understand why it appears that these companies are sending out huge amounts of emails. Well, again, it's back to that automated system. All downloads, courses, email sequences, all of those sorts of things, they're released from a platform designed to make everything quick and smooth and easy. So if you want to download that property sourcing to get extra income, well, you don't want to wait for it to come to you next week by the post. Incidentally, that did happen when I first started. So let's not laugh at that. No, no. Today, we want it now. We want it so that we can make a cup of coffee and go and read it and implement it now. But once that email of ours has hit the destination address, it triggers a tsunami of tripwires. So 
First of all, off flies the download to its destination. Yippee, I can read it with my coffee. And then it's followed by a thanks for downloading me email. And then after that, there will be another five emails coming in in a sequence telling you what you've had, what you could have, how you can work, ongoing. It's getting to know you. If you do not turn off the subscription at that point, then you are going to get more emails every time that marketing email is released. It'll find its way back into your email box and you will just get into the normal run of the mill sequence. Now, normally that is okay. You know, normally we're all very happy about that. But oh my word, it can get unbelievably annoying if the company you've downloaded from has multiple downloads. And the problem is, if a company has got a good download, they've probably lots of good downloads. And so without realizing it, you've put your email on not one list, but several, because that's the misconception. We all tend to think that my email list is just one. It's not. It's segmented. If you want to know me in this direction, you'll be on that list, on another, on another list. So now your inbox is receiving all the email sequences for each different segment. So how it works is like this. So you sign up for the deal sourcing and you go on that list. And then you think, oh, the flipping program looks quite good. And you sign up and you're on that list. And then you think, hmm, should know a bit more about JV. So you sign up for that one. And then perhaps another. And then, of course, you sign on for a webinar. Um, Before you know it, your inbox is going to be groaning with emails. But it isn't the company's fault. Do you know, they are doing what all of us in business should be doing. They are maximising their marketing message. When it goes wrong is when we're not in control of our inboxes. We've all got to remember we've got fingers and brains. We can find that delete and unsubscribe button. Now, I've been chatting about this problem in a mastermind group I'm in, and we concluded that, you know, we're all a bit Jekyll and Hyde about this. On one hand, if we were doing the no like and trust bit with new companies and someone we were just starting work with, we're okay. We don't mind. In fact, we don't notice how many emails they're sending us because we want to open every single one and we want to get every nugget or suggestions of courses, et cetera, that they're going to be able to help us with, how we can grow in our own businesses. We don't notice what's coming in in that case because we are fully engaged. The other hand is we're not quite sold on this personal company. And every time we open the email box, that email from them is going to positively jump off the page. And then there's another one and another one and another one. Oh my word, they have the potential to raise our blood pressure really quite high. And actually, do you know, the only difference between the first scenario and the second is that the unwanted emails are like grit in our shell. It's really annoying because we're not actually that company's target market. We're not ready to buy from them. Perhaps there's something about them that we know is not quite for us. It doesn't matter. Just hit delete and unsubscribe and the problem will go away. Now, email lists are absolutely essential for property investors who want to grow and scale because how else do we advertise our open days? How else do we find new investors or nurture our potential JV partners? Social media is fine, but that broadcasts far and wide and it's very, very shallow. The targeted email allows people to find us and our products and they want to work with us as they get to know us and like us and trust us. You know, I don't want the world at one of my open days. I just want those I've met. Or I want to meet those people who've already found out a lot about me. And they want to come and see for real who I am and how they can work with me. So in the same way I've been saying unsubscribe and delete to the inbox, 
do the same for your outgoing email list. Now, that may seem a little radical to some of you who are trying your hardest to build it, but numbers are not everything. It's about engagement of current interested people. I've started getting emails from people I met over 10 years ago. Uh, It's because they've suddenly found the online space. Now, fun enough, I'm not in the zone I was then. So they quickly get me doing the unsubscribe button treatment. Do you know that is really good though on both sides because they get to know I'm not worth wasting time and effort and money on by sending me an email and my email box no longer gets their billy do. What a win-win. We're all happy. I am definitely not their target market. But as a property solopreneur, we all need to have a group of wildly supportive fans, you know, who want to JV with us or who want to earn money through lending funds to our next project. So we need a small active group of emails and small, I'm afraid, also is, you know, unmeasurable because it can mean many things to different people. But it allows us to do all of that. You know, an email box that is without irrelevant emails to open and clog us up means that we are free to actually get on with the work that's really, really important. And our emails will go straight to the person that wants it and really needs to hear from us. Well, if we do that, we won't then miss any opportunity that is coming our way. And you know, if we do that, we can't help but become very successful property solopreneurs. Thank you for listening to the Property Solopreneur podcast with Rachel Troughton. If you want to create a professional and profitable property business, download my property business checklist now at racheltroughton.com slash checklist. If you found my stories inspiring and my content useful, then come find out more about my mentoring and strategy sessions by going to www.racheltroughton.com and book a discovery call with me. The banner link is on every page. Come and create and grow your own property business. That's the shortcut to success.